Let's say you know you're going on a trip. Something else that we encourage Fitness Fix clients to do is look up menus prior to leaving for that trip. They can then come to their coach and say, hey, here are the different restaurants that we're planning on going to. And here are some of the things that I'm interested in having on this menu. The question I always ask back to a client in that situation is, what do you want to eat? This gives you the opportunity to plug whatever it is that you really desire the most into your phone first, and then you can make every other decision in your day around that meal. Let's link up with Krista on The Fix. She's a wellness coach with a focus on mental well-being and physical strength. Hey, hey, Fix listeners. Welcome back to our latest episode of The Fix Podcast episode 92 getting pretty close to 100 which is very exciting so whether you've been with us for the entire journey so far the past 90 plus episodes or you are coming into the show for the very first time I'm your host Christy Huber and I am very happy to welcome everybody into a brand new month it's March We're getting pretty close to that countdown for Memorial Day we're coming into that time of year when people are starting to travel a little bit more. Maybe you've got spring break plans, you've got summer plans, or you're starting to think about the fact that we're going to be in swimsuits in the next several weeks. And this is the time of year that a lot of people are like, hey, I'm crushing my fitness goals, I'm hitting my goals in terms of my nutrition, and I've really kind of like, whatever I set for myself in January, I've put myself in a position where I am sticking to the plan, whatever that looks like for you. Or it's the time of year, as we've talked about in our past few episodes, where you kind of realize, okay, I need to make some readjustments. So with that in mind, I wanted to put together an episode today that talks about the power of planning. And I'm going to spill a few secrets of exactly what we teach inside of the Fitness Fix program. And this is something that's come up repeatedly in the last two to three weeks or so, I would say, with several of our clients just giving us the heads up that they're getting ready for spring break trips and they really want to think about how they can keep the structure of what they follow in their typical routine when they're home, when they're getting to the gym, when they're prepping their own meals versus when we're eating out, especially when you're traveling and that turns into multiple meals per day. And just with this whole travel idea in mind, I think there's a really great analogy that we can use here to talk about why macronutrients in particular, why we preach that inside of the Fitness Fix program. But for those of you who don't even know what macros are, or for those of you who at least have a little bit of an idea, this analogy will help you understand the power of what they bring to the table. So here's what I want everybody to think about because I'm sure you've had this experience at some point in your life especially for my moms out there I feel like a lot of our fitness fix clients can relate to this you versus maybe your partner in planning for a trip as the mom are the one packing for everyone else plus yourself and then your partner throws everything into their suitcase like 10 minutes before you leave well if you've ever been in that situation 
or you've been in a situation where maybe you had a lot going on, maybe you were really busy with work, but you knew this trip was coming up and you waited until the last second to pack your bags. I want you to just kind of go to that moment and think about how chaotic that is for you. When you know that you have to get in the car, you know you have a car waiting for you, you know that you need to get all of your stuff together. What is one of the number one things that is so likely to happen? You probably forget to put something important into your bag. You're running around the house, you're trying to tie up all your loose ends, you're putting everything in your bag and you're like, okay, I think I have everything, but you just have to rush to get out the door. We've all been there. Maybe it's not even going on a trip. Maybe it's just getting out the door for work in the morning when you hit the snooze a couple times on your alarm and you feel like you didn't necessarily lay out all your clothes the night before if that's something you typically do. But again, as I bring up all these examples, I think there's a really powerful analogy of the power of planning. And the fact that if you just take 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever amount of time you might need, the night before, days before, you can really put yourself in a position where you reduce stress first and foremost, and two, you're in a much better place to just be able to go on that trip, get in the car, and take a deep breath and not feel like it was absolute chaos and getting out the door. I see that as how food tracking and macronutrients in particular can fit so well into people's lives. And I think this is an important conversation to have because while in the last few episodes of this podcast and this show, we've been focusing a lot on the mindset piece. As you all know, if you have been here for a little bit, we also really like to focus on tangible actions. So what can you actually do on a regular basis to get yourself closer to whatever fitness or nutrition goal you set for yourself? And one of those structures that we provide through the fitness fix is this idea of macro tracking. But more specifically, it's this idea of learning how to plan your meals in advance. And a lot of people might be giving objections like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. I don't know what I am feeling, like what I'm in the mood for or things like that. But think about how many decisions you have to make over the course of a day, right? Think about when you wake up in the morning, you are deciding what to wear. You're deciding what to eat for breakfast. You're deciding what your schedule might look like for that day, especially this is something that I think about often as we're growing the fitness fix and we're putting our days together and I'm now managing a team and I just have a lot more moving parts to this business than we had, say, six months ago. There is a level of autonomy that comes with that that you get to a point where you're like, oh my God, I have to make one more decision. Decision fatigue is a real thing. And so many people come to me saying, oh, I just feel like I'm so overwhelmed by my fitness and my nutrition. One of the reasons why you're so overwhelmed is because you have so many other demands of asks and questions for you all day long. So instead of looking at this and saying to yourself, oh, well, I don't know what I feel like I'm, I, I want to eat today. What if you just took that variable out of it? What if... You put yourself in a position where you took some time to sit down and map it out. We do this for so many other things in our lives. But for some reason, when it comes to food, when it comes to our nutrition, 
we feel like that structure just doesn't give us flexibility. And if you're listening to this and you're nodding your head in agreement, then I would encourage you to take notes throughout this conversation because you could listen to this podcast over the course of the next 20, 30 minutes, however long I decide to ramble about this topic. And I can guarantee you that if you commit to some of these tools over the course of the next 30 days, you will see change to your physique, to your energy levels, to the way you perform in the gym, to whatever sort of fitness goal you have for yourself by just starting with this one thing. And that's pre-planning your meals and or tracking your food. So I'm going to unpack both of those. And like I said, share a couple of our quote unquote secrets because they're not exactly secrets, but just our viewpoints inside of the Fitness Fix program and how we really help our clients find the ability to still enjoy the foods that they actually love. And that truthfully starts with planning. So what does that look like? How can you actually go ahead and plan your meals out in advance? Well, one of the number one things that we recommend inside of the Fitness Fix program is food tracking. Now, food tracking, you can pop on Instagram and I guarantee you if you search anything like a hashtag like macros or a macro nutrient friendly or healthy recipes or things like that, you will get two totally different ends of the spectrum. You'll get people like myself as a nutrition coach who really believes in the power of meal tracking. And then you'll get the polar opposite end of the spectrum that says that food tracking can encourage disordered eating and things of that nature. Both sides are valid because there is a way to approach tracking your food that, again, actually gives you flexibility. Now, what does that look like in real life? So let's say, let's go back to this analogy of us planning and prepping for a trip. Let's say you are going to Aruba. One of our clients actually just went there. So that's why this is popping into my head. You know that the weather's warm, right? So you already have an idea of the types of clothes that you are going to pack for that trip. We're going to put swimsuits in our bag. You say to yourself, okay, I know at least this is how most women probably think, but you say to yourself, okay, I'm going for four days. So I know I'm going to need at least two to three bathing suits because maybe I'll rewear some of them. I'm going to need this many dresses or outfits or whatever you plan on wearing for dinner. And then you need your sunscreen and you need your toiletries and you kind of have this whole list in your head of everything you're going to bring, right? And some people take that to the degree of writing it all down. And some people are just like, oh, I'm just going to throw a bunch of stuff in my bag. But again, which person is more likely to bring the things that they need and make sure that they're not forgetting any of those things? It's probably the person who really kind of maps it out, whether they write that down or whether they're opening their suitcase two, three days before. Some people like to pack weeks before if they're really excited for a trip. But I can guarantee you that the person who isn't waiting until that last second, waiting until the 11th hour, is the person who will, one, feel a lot calmer going into that trip, but two, guarantee their success in the sense of, hey, I'm not going to leave anything behind. I'm going to have everything that I need. Shoes, all that sort of stuff. So if we take that and we think about food tracking much in the same way, pulling out your suitcase is just like taking out your phone, downloading an app like MyFitnessPal, there's tons of them out there, but that is the one that most of the Fitness Fix clients use. And taking just a few minutes every single night before you go to bed and walking yourself through exactly what you're going to consume the next day. 
one of the biggest objections that we get to macronutrients is this feeling of overwhelm of like, okay, I have these three categories. You have your protein, you have your carbs, you have your fat. How do I understand what fits inside each of those categories? So many people are so quick to be like, well, why can't you just hand me a meal plan? Here's the problem. If I were to hand you a meal plan, that meal plan will only work for you for so long because there's gonna come a point where you just decide, I'm not really in the mood to eat that food anymore. Let's say that meal plan looks something like, you know, two eggs plus a couple of egg whites for breakfast and a couple pieces of toast. There's lots of people out there whose personalities are like, I'm cool with eating that every single day for breakfast. I'm definitely one of those people. And yes, that'll last you for a while. That'll give you structure for a while. But what happens, let's say you do that for 60 days. What happens on day 61 when you're like, you know what, I'm waking up this morning and I'm changing my mind because you decide you want to eat something else. You decide you're tired of that. How do you then know what a good replacement or substitution is actually a better word can you put together that will give you the same nutritional value of the eggs the egg whites and the toast you don't so that's where something like macronutrients comes into play because it can show you how to categorize and create structure inside of some sort of plan but still give you the flexibility to swap different things out so to unpack that example a little bit more and again tie it back to this idea of travel right and putting your suitcase together if you're somebody who like me tends to be an overpacker I just walked through the idea of like okay I'm going out x number of nights I'm going to need x number of dresses let's say I usually if I know that I have four meals out and I'm going to go out to dinner and I want to bring four different dresses I usually bring seven and the reason I do that is because I want to have options I want to give myself the option to when take a shower, get ready, dry my hair, maybe I want to change my outfit. And if I don't bring that thing with me, then I'm like, oh, I wish I brought that one thing with me. And it puts you in a position where you're able to say to yourself, okay, like I know I'm using the structure of dinner and I know that I'm going out and I know that I'm going to wear a dress, but I just want to swap that out. We can liken that to this idea of saying, okay, I know I have a protein goal that I need to hit for the day, but I could hit that protein goal through chicken, beef, ground turkey, various cold cuts, turkey, ham, anything like that. And I know that all of those food options, Greek yogurt is another one, the list could go on and on and on and on. All of those food options will help me hit my protein goals. So you have this flexibility for the people who are like, but I don't want to plan this in advance and I want to change my mind and I want to be able to decide what I'm going to eat the morning of. Well, the coolest part about food tracking is just because you put it in your phone doesn't mean you're actually married to it. So I was actually just having this conversation yesterday with one of our newer Fitness Fix clients and the comment was made, I feel overwhelmed by this idea of trying to pre-plan my meals in advance. But one of the things that kind of clicked with this client when I shared this example with her was the fact that just because she put it into her phone the night before doesn't mean that when she's getting to lunch today, let's say you are at home and you have the option to switch things out, that she couldn't delete what she put into her tracker and switch it out and just look at her food from the context of saying, okay, I know every time I consume a meal, I have to hit X protein goal, X carbohydrate goal, and X fat goal. 
But whatever that looks like, if I bring more knowledge to the table in terms of the foods that actually fit inside of those categories, well, then I'm putting myself in a position to be able to say, okay, great. I'm not in the mood to have that Greek yogurt. Let me swap it out for turkey. Now, in the beginning, when you're new, yes, that can be overwhelming because those examples, you can't just rattle off as quickly as I just did. But this is coming from someone who has probably, if I had to put a number on it, I'd say five, six years, maybe even more of on and off again food tracking to the point where I now have this relationship to it that I can wake up one morning and literally plan out my entire day. The same way that let's say every time you go to a tropical place, when you go on a trip, you might have like go-to outfits that you always throw in your suitcase or the same way that you might have a couple of different dresses that you always wear the same pair of shoes with and you know that you don't want to pack as many pairs of shoes as possible. So you pick that one pair of shoes and then you plan the rest of your outfits around it. That's a really, really good analogy to what it might look like if you have staple foods in your diet that you know will help you hit a protein goal. But where I find that so many people struggle with this is they're not willing to take the time to sit back and take whatever amount of time that looks like, the 10 minutes, the 20 minutes, the 30 minutes, and just plan. And planning is the key to so much success because if we do something in advance and we try to anticipate all of the things that might change, We have other tools in our back pocket to be able to adjust. So let's say, for example, to bring the food analogy back into it and keep with this travel piece, let's say, you know, you're going on a trip. Something else that we encourage Fitness Fix clients to do is look up menus prior to leaving for that trip. They can then come to their coach and say, hey, here are the different restaurants that we're planning on going to, and here are some of the things that I'm interested in having on this menu. What do you recommend that I order? Now, again, based on the comments I just made around meal planning and why we don't necessarily encourage handing somebody a meal plan and being like, here you go, follow this to a T. The question I always ask back to a client in that situation is, what do you want to eat? And the reason why I ask them, what do you want to eat, is because they have not gotten to that day yet. They have not gotten to that meal yet, if they're planning in advance. So this gives you the opportunity to literally plug whatever it is that you really desire the most into your phone first, and then you can make every other decision in your day around that meal. Now, we did an episode a while back on this one. I'll make sure I drop it in the show notes. I want to say it was like episode 42, but it was all around like how to plan your meals when you're traveling. So if you want a little bit more of a deep dive on this one, I will definitely link that for you guys down in the show notes. But this was just one little tidbit from that conversation, and it's something we refer back to all the time. If you have a certain food that you know you really, really enjoy and you look at that menu and you're like, oh, this sounds really great to me. Let's say it's something like I'm going to go for my burger example because that's one of the foods that I always like to order when I go out to eat. If you know that you're planning on having that burger and you understand that the macro structure, the protein, the carbs, and the fat, if you know that you can plug that into your phone in advance, It literally gives you the opportunity to look at your phone and say, oh, okay, this burger might cost me 20 grams of fat. Just making that up. It's roughly probably somewhere in there depending on what kind of beef you're having. So let's say it's going to cost me 20 grams of fat. I'm now able to see, 
of the other options that I know I have available to me for my breakfast meal, for my lunch meal, for from snacks that I might be having throughout the day. If you're sitting by the pool, maybe you want to have some drinks. How does that impact the other decisions I want to make? And then we start weighing our non-negotiables and we say to ourselves, okay, well, if I choose this burger, what type of decision do I need to make for breakfast? That might look like saying to yourself, well, I was planning on having something for breakfast that was a little bit higher in fat because eggs with the yolk tend to have a higher fat content than if you were just having egg whites. So super easy decision for you to make to say to yourself, well, instead, because I know I want to have this burger tonight, all I'm going to do is turn around and tweak that breakfast to change the omelet that had three eggs in it to an omelet with just egg whites. Now, what if you're like, well, I don't like that. Then you go back to the drawing board. And because you're doing this in advance, you have the opportunity to basically use MyFitnessPal like a calculator. That's a phrase I, I feel like I've said a lot recently to some of our newer clients, to some of the clients we've been working with inside of our gym nutrition challenges as they're learning to navigate tracking their food. But what most people don't pay attention to is the fact that they'll eat first and log their meal second. So that's something that inside of the Fitness Fix program we try to reverse. Asking you to set up your day in advance, asking you to look at things the night before will allow you to see the big picture. It will allow you to be able to say to yourself, okay, I have a goal and I'll put some numbers on this. If you're listening to this and you don't really have a sense for where you should start with your macros, important disclaimer, don't take these numbers as what you should be doing for yourself. The best way to calculate your own macros would actually be to, one, work with a coach, shameless plug for the fitness fix, but two, yes, you can go online and Google it and look at things like your total daily energy expenditure and get roughly a ballpark for where to go. So let's say your goal was something like 100 grams of protein. If you have no idea what 100 grams of protein actually looks like, that's where tracking your food comes into play. That's where you're able to walk through your entire day and you're able to say to yourself, okay, I need X amount of protein for breakfast. And sometimes it can be as simple as dividing it up by knowing how many times you're going to eat. Let's say you're going to eat four times throughout the day. Say to yourself, okay, what's 100 divided by four? Super quick math, 25 grams. That's your minimum goal for every single meal of how much protein you should be getting to guarantee that you will get 100 grams for that day. We can then do the same thing with our carb intake. Let's keep the numbers all super simple so we can do that fast math. Let's say that was 100 grams as well. Same idea, 25 grams. That's your mini goal to set for yourself inside of your day. We do the same thing with fat and we continue on and create these smaller chunks to be able to get through this idea so that we're not so overwhelmed by the fact that we have all these goals we have to hit and then we have to do them on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday to the point where it feels like you don't really have a plan in place. Having the plan in place is all about your relationship to the tools that you're using. And where planning in advance is something that we just constantly harp on inside of the fitness fix is because the more you spend that energy on it for the first, let's call it four to six weeks, that's really the timeline that we look at for our first phase inside of the fitness fix program, which is called the find phase, where we figure out what works for you specifically your macronutrient goals that work best for your body, but also 
what foods fit each of the macro categories matching your preferences. So again, I've listed off some examples of, okay, for protein that might look like animal meat, that might look like Greek yogurt, that might look like of that animal meat, you have options between turkey, chicken, beef, whatever that is. But what if you're listening to this and you're like, Krista, I don't like any of those things. Cool. Of the foods that you do like, why don't we figure out where they fall in terms of each of those categories? If you do that on your own, for as much as you might want somebody to tell you what to do, if you do that on your own, you'll be able to better understand how the foods you enjoy the most actually fit into the bigger picture. And that ultimately, because keywords, foods you enjoy the most, because they're still a part of your diet and because they're still a part of your routine, now all of a sudden over that four to six week period of time, you can really start to change your perspective and say to yourself, hey, guess what? I can figure out a way to still eat the foods that I love the most without telling myself, oh, I can't have this because that's a food that's seemingly bad. And that's another principle inside of the program too. The idea that there's no foods that are actually good or bad, we label them that way. We as a society decide, okay, this food is not a good food. This food is considered a bad food. This food is a healthier food. Of course, as we've said in other episodes before, is something like broccoli more nutritionally valuable and more nutritionally dense than, say, a cupcake? Absolutely. But there can be a time and a place for both, and that's where the tracking and the planning piece really, really becomes your best friend to illustrate that for you. More importantly, it illustrates it for you instead of me just sitting here telling you, hey, go ahead and eat this thing because I think it's going to help you get to your goals versus you seeing what it actually looks like on paper versus let's, again, going back to our analogy of travel, somebody else packing your bags for you, right? Like somebody else could technically pack your bags for that trip, but chances are, and maybe this is just my type A personality speaking, but I have a feeling that if I allowed somebody else to pack my bag for a trip, there'd be a lot of things that were in my closet that didn't make it into that suitcase because that person was just like, okay, I know I'm going to this, we're all going to this warm weather spot, so you're gonna need some bathing suits, but what if you have certain bathing suits you like better than others? Or, you know, those pair of shoes that I was mentioning what if they just throw in the first ones that they see in your closet that's kind of the same thing as opening your refrigerator door and just being like okay I'm in the mood to eat this thing for today so that's what I'm going to go ahead and eat and then putting it into your my fitness pal or putting it into whatever meal tracker you prefer to use and noticing that the quality or excuse me the quantity of whatever food you just ate maybe only barely scratched the surface of what you needed for that total goal whereas If you had taken that beat two minutes before you opened that refrigerator door and portioned out what you were planning on having and put it into your phone first, you now have an understanding of how that food fits into the rest of your day. The other layer to all of this that I find that most people really, really struggle with is this idea of making your hunger an emergency. And when newer clients join the Fitness Fix program and they're just getting their feet wet with learning how to track their food, one of the reasons why we really encourage pre-planning is because how easy is it to just make a decision off of what you're craving in that moment when you're starving? So easy. As I'm recording this right now, 
I was in a bit of a rush this morning and I didn't have my breakfast, even though I planned it out and I know exactly what I'm going to have. And I'm so glad I planned it out and know exactly what I'm going to have because as soon as we're done with this recording, I'm going to go home and that's exactly what I'm going to eat. But if I didn't take the time yesterday to put it into my phone, and I actually even went so far as to put it into a meal prep container and have it all portioned out, it would be that much easier for me to walk out of the podcast studio and be like, you know what? I'm going to pass two to three different restaurants on my way home. And all of those things sound that much more appealing than the oatmeal that I planned, the protein oatmeal. Shout out to Creatures of Habit because I did get my hands on some and I'm excited to share more about it on my Instagram that I plugged into my, my tracker for the rest of the day. And hey, guess what? If I made that snap decision in the moment where I switch that out, one, I can take a couple minutes and go into my phone and look at and actually assess how that might impact whatever else I planned to have for lunch, to have for snacks, to have for dinner throughout the rest of today. If I take the few minutes to just look through it in my tracker, again, the cool part about this is I can't change it and I can decide if that's worth it to me. But if I eat the food and then I reflect on what I could have done differently, well, now I'm in a position where I can't really change it, right? Because I already went ahead and ate that food. And that's where the regret comes in. That's where the domino effect of saying to yourself, oh, I didn't make the best decision for my lunch today, so I might as well call it a wash. I might as well just start tomorrow. I might as well just go through the rest of my week, the rest of my weekend, and then start again on Monday. That's where that domino starts to fall. And all of a sudden, let's walk back to January versus now being in March. All of a sudden, two and a half months go by and you feel like you're saying to yourself every single week, I'm going to start again on Monday. Yet that all could be avoided with one simple decision and one simple commitment to trying to track your food to some degree. That might even be writing it by hand. I've had people ask me that before. What's the benefit to potentially using a app that you have on your phone versus writing it by hand? Well, a lot of the apps that are available to you help you better understand which food represents which of these macronutrient categories, your proteins, your carbs, and your fats. So the benefit to that is you can literally plug anything in and right in front of you, you have that exact nutritional value. Whereas if you're writing things down by hand and you don't have that previous knowledge and you don't have that previous experience, all you're really able to do is step back for a second and say to yourself, okay, well, this is what I'm eating throughout the day. But do those foods really fit together? Not sure. Chances are, If you're taking the time to track it and you're saying to yourself, I'm looking to track to make a change, if you don't have that knowledge, well, you could just keep writing it down. But if you're not seeing any changes to your body, how exactly are you going to know what food you might be missing, what food we might be relying on too frequently, what food we might not be having enough of? So that's where we really can use a lot of the technology that's available to us to be able to build our list of go-to staple foods. That's also where you can lean on the accountability and support of a coach the same way if you're a parent that you would pack your child's bag for a trip, right? Because they need some help in making those decisions. That's the power of support. And it doesn't matter how old you are. One of the craziest things when you think about food is the fact that you walk yourself back to when you're a little kid, somebody, even a baby, 
somebody just put food in front of you, a parent, a loved one, and was like, okay, this is what we're going to eat. So the weirdest part about food is that by the time you get into your 20s and your 30s or even through high school, you start making your own decisions about what you're going to eat. But nobody actually teaches us how to eat. They might teach us the what, but they don't teach us that option of zooming out and understanding how what we eat for breakfast should influence what we eat for lunch and then what we eat for dinner. But what's more is we can do that in backwards order. There's no one telling you that when you go to track your food, you have to start with breakfast and work your way down. Look at that example I provided of saying, okay, I know I'm going out to eat and I want to have this certain item on the menu. What did we do first? We plug that into our phone. So those are just a few of the tricks and tips and perspectives that we share inside of the Fitness Fix program to either one, make food tracking a lot more approachable, or two, really change a lot of our clients' relationships to food tracking. Another common theme I've seen with a lot of our clients recently is that if they've had other experiences and working with a coach, there were a lot more rules around food in terms of what was the best option. And yes, again, there's definitely The hierarchy of, okay, vegetables are going to bring more nutritional value than, say, Oreos, right? But if we never learn how to fit those foods in and we give somebody rules to say, hey, like every single one of your meals has to include this type of veggie or, you know, avocados for a source of fat or olive oil or whatever it is, it's never going to work for them if that's not really what they love to eat and if it encourages them to completely forget about the foods that they really enjoy. Because the foods that you really enjoy are still gonna be available. They're not going anywhere. They're still gonna be at the grocery store. Can you make the decision to not bring them into your house? Of course. But then what happens when 60 days go by and you're you're in the grocery store, maybe you go to the grocery store hungry, and you're like, oh, those Oreos look really good. I'd love to have one. You should teach yourself how to have one. Or you should ask somebody to help you figure out how that can fit into your day. And the quickest and easiest way to do that is to spend that time putting it into your phone first and looking at what that might cost you in terms of those other macronutrients. So if you've gotten to this point in the episode and you're like, I don't really know where to start. I'm going to break it down and make it super, super simple for you. Download my Fitness Pal. Spend the next seven days at least seven because chances are you might have a certain set of behaviors and go-to foods Monday through Friday and then maybe you change things up on the weekends. Eat how you normally eat for seven days. We ask every Fitness Fix client to do this before they officially begin the program, before we officially assign them any sort of support with macronutrients because we want to meet you where you are. And if you have a ballpark of the average amount of protein you consume over the course of seven days, it will make it that much easier for you. Let's say that's something you need to increase because that's usually the case for most people. To be able to say to yourself, okay, great. If on average I was consuming something like 80 grams of protein and I want to work myself up, up to 100, what foods actually help me fill that 20 gram gap? The foods that'll help you fill that 20 gram gap, you can start to figure out on your own by playing around in that food tracker and just logging different items, 
paying attention to those nutrition facts, looking at those labels or looking at whatever nutritional information is pulled up by that tracker that says, okay, this has 10 grams of protein. Cool. That's for one serving size. Well, what if I double that serving size? All of a sudden you got 20 grams and all you needed to do is maybe add one more item of food. In looking at it from that perspective, this becomes a lot more digestible. No pun intended, but it really does. It doesn't feel like it's something that's intimidating when you're walking yourself up towards your goals. The next objection that I usually get in that situation is like, well, I want the macro assignments right away. I could give you those macro assignments based on your current height and your weight and your age, but that doesn't help with your ability to actually get there. That doesn't help with how compliant you might be. We want to set you up for success. And you're going to be eating food for the rest of your life regardless. So if it takes, let's say, one week longer to hit those assigned macronutrient goals, it honestly doesn't matter. But everybody's always in such a rush and everybody's always trying to get to that destination as fast as possible that they're usually not willing to take a step back and say, wait a second, if I apply a little bit of logic here, if I mix in the foods that I still really enjoy eating, I will actually put myself in a position to where I can stick to this long term. And the sticking to it long term is the definition of success. Anybody could track their food for three months. Anybody could do it for six. But how you show up inside of those three months or those six months, if you're present, if you're using MyFitnessPal like a calculator in the sense that you're actually logging things before you consume them and soaking up that information to be able to understand what foods fit what categories, that puts you in the position to when you're ready to say, I don't really feel like tracking my food today, that you can at least apply some logic in saying to yourself, I could roughly get pretty close to 100 grams of protein as a goal because I know that I'll have protein at every single meal. And if I know what foods actually fit that protein category, you just made it that much easier on yourself. But if we never pay attention and we just go about our day and continuing to eat how we normally eat, we're going to stay exactly where we are. So if you want some support, again, we are taking on new clients for the month of March. I have two new coaches that I will give you guys a little heads up are likely going to be guests on the Fix podcast in the next several weeks. And I'm really excited to make the formal introduction. And we are looking forward to supporting as many of you as possible along this journey. So if you're like, my head is spinning after listening to something like this, but I know I need to make a change. We're here for you and we're ready to help you and we want you to go into the summer months feeling like you can go out to eat, you can enjoy the drinks, you can travel without that completely derailing or pausing your fitness goals to the point where you're saying, okay, another year has gone by, I'll wait till September, September rolls around, you're like, well, the holidays are coming, that's going to turn into me waiting till January. That's a choice. So if you listen to this podcast episode and you're ready to take action, we're here to reward the people who are ready to take action. So send me a DM at the Krista Huber, or you can do so over on our um, 
Fix Official Instagram account. So it's at the pod for the podcast. And we also have a third Instagram account that we're excited to kind of be sharing more recipes and you'll see more of our coaches' faces over there soon too. So if you guys want to give that one a follow, it'll be loaded with tips and tricks just like some of the ones that I shared throughout the episode today. And that is at The Fitness Fix. Remember, just like the podcast, it's fix with a Y. All this is plugged for you down in the show notes. So you choose. Take one step today. Maybe that first step is even just saying to yourself, I'm going to track my food for one day. Do it for one day. Recognize that it's not going to take you too much of your time. Do it again the next day. And now all of a sudden we have this blueprint to work off of to help you build a custom game plan that we can tie directly to your goals. So wherever you're listening from, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and we will catch you on the next episode.